fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is the Early Burb Briefing. Bad news for Blizzard fans. It is Friday, December 9th, 2022. This is the Early Burb Briefing. I'm Eagle Falcon. So we actually have a lot to talk about today. We're going to start with the news that Disney Plus has added an ad-supported plan. Because there's one thing that people love about the concept of streaming. It's the fact that we can get as close to the cable experience as possible and yet be more difficult to navigate because it requires us to know who made what. (sighs) I wouldn't mind this as much if it weren't for the fact that it's now only $3 cheaper and oh, by the way, the price on the non, on the ad-free version went up. Uh, I just, why? Why is the current state of entertainment like this? And it is getting to the point where it's becoming very, very oddly anti-consumer. I want you to think about something for a second, all right? YouTube, of course, has tons of ads. They actually even tried to just straight up try to include five unskippable ads at the start of certain YouTube videos to try and raise more revenue. Twitch has been pushing hard, hard for streamers to go ahead and run more ads. Your streaming services are all saying, pay us more money or enjoy ads. And that's the point I want to stress here. If it was you can spend less money and get more ads, that'd be one thing. But it's coming in pair with a price hike, basically saying, give us more money or suffer ads. I'm altering the deal of this streaming service. Pray I don't alter it any further. And of course, you know, Disney being as successful as they are, although not lately in the box office, other streaming services are gonna follow. Other streaming services are already following. It is already a trend that we're seeing and everyone dislikes this. But those are my first thoughts about the whole thing. The Game Awards were last night, and we had quite a bit of interesting things happen. First off, there's going to be an Armored Core 6. This has apparently been over a decade since we got an Armored Core game, and a lot of people are excited for it. I'm actually curious. I'm actually torn, to be perfectly honest. Because the thought of a giant mech game, I'm interested. It's been a long, long time since the old teenager Gundam funny bone's been tickled a little bit. At least in any sort of meaningful way, because there's one thing... I love in games, it is the ability to customize, experiment, and see what you can get away with. And the thought of a game like Armored Core being a mech game that you go ahead and build up as you progress, very interesting. On the other hand, I do not like From Software. I get why people like From Software, and you know what? That's that's great for everyone who loves From Software. I am not one of those people. I do not like games being overly punishing for the sake of being overly punishing. I enjoy difficult games for crying out loud. We've been ter- we've been going ahead in FF14, which is right now like my main casual games that I play and going into some of the hardest content available. If you know Savage Rating at all, you know it is just one giant slog fest of walking into death after 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 death and learning a little bit more as you go along. And that's one thing to do with a group of friends. I, I don't know. There's just don't know the way some software does it. That just infuriates me. It's just me and from software don't mix, which makes me go. Mm, I don't know if I'm going to. I'll have to wait and see how things go for Armored Core to be Armored Core 6. 
we got a new trailer for final fantasy 16 and it is arriving on june 22nd of 2023 but it'll be a ps5 exclusive at first to basically the surprise of literally no one i'm excited i really am because it has been a long time since we got a true final fantasy game what do i mean by that Final Fantasy 15 was a giant mess. It went through development hell for way too long. It just missed so many marks when it was out. In order to get the full story, you need to watch a movie, read a whole bunch of literature. Fortunately, that was in the game this time. And even then, it was um, it was not great. Especially being one of the biggest moments being muffled out by the sounds of struggling of the main character. And you miss pretty much everything that the villain says they fixed this later they fixed a lot of the game later but at launch it was a mess nowadays it's a tidied up mess that's 15 14's an mmo i love the story of 14 it has its flaws but it's a long game you're going to be in that story for a long time you will be greatly rewarded if you stick it through but it's a lot to expect anyone that just wants to go ahead sit down and play a nice high fantasy rpg final fantasy 13 it is not a fantasy game it just isn't it's a sci-fi game. It pushes so hard into the Magitek territory that it comes off more as a sci-fi game that got two sequels for no adequately explored reason, both of which the story were terrible. The main story of FF13 was pretty bad considering the fact that you have these mecha gods trying to force the heroes to do what they want, but being vague about it until they just decide, you know, I think we can talk. And then while trying to defy their fate, defy destiny, they go ahead and obey destiny anyway and just kind of MacGuffin everything away. It's a terrible story. And especially at the very, 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 very end, the roughness of it begins to show as the game just slogs, just trying to do anything they can to pad out the final stretch of the final dungeon. The combat had potential, but I think it missed on a lot of potential by not giving the players a lot of options on what to do. What are you talking about? You can just go ahead and auto-battle it. You can, but you shouldn't. You have a much easier time and a much more fun time if you don't hit that auto button. If you default to your actions button, you have a much better time. Trust me. It actually is enjoyable. I've played FF13 twice. I hate the story. It's terrible. That brings you to FF12. And I would say that is the last Final Fantasy you had a good, true fantastic Final Fantasy-esque story. And granted, it's a very Star Wars-esque story. Rebel forces fighting against a giant um, empire, trying to gather whatever relics they could to go ahead and fight the big bad that's at, at the top of it all. That's fine. But that's the last time we got a good single-player Final Fantasy game that wasn't the FF7 remake, which I consider a third of a game, story-wise anyway. We haven't had a satisfactory single-player Final Fantasy experience since the PS2 era. I have high hopes for FF16, especially looking at the, the team that's behind it. And I usually try to temper my expectations, but we'll have to wait and see how things go. My biggest concern for FF16 is its combat, but we'll see. Diablo, I'm Diablo 6. Diablo 4 will arrive June 6, 2023. I'll talk more about that later, though. At the end of the Game Awards, though, there was a very odd moment, a very bizarre one. Elden Ring won Game of the Year. It's not too surprising. Anytime there's been an, a From Software game that um, 
that has been Dark Souls-esque in some way, shape, or form, it usually wins Game of the Year. Why? Who knows? But it did. It won Game of the Year. It's not really that surprising. The four developers that came up to accept the award walked up from about the fifth row from the front. As they came up the aisle and began walking up the stairs, a kid got up from the very first row and just kind of seamlessly walked up on stage with the rest of the group and just kind of stood there trying to act like he belonged there, but you could tell from his body language, he was kind of looking around, kind of being a little, a little shady, a little cautious, not sure what he was doing. And then after the devs were done giving their speech, they went ahead and grabbed the mic as the camera was panning out and just started muttering some nonsense. And the only thing that people were making out the most is just Bill Clinton. For those who weren't sure, no, it was not intended. I could have told you that just based on the language I saw. The fact this kid was just like being weird as he was standing up there. He didn't seem to fit in. Just everything about his body language seemed off. The fact that they then panned out after the devs finished and then he started talking was another big sign of that. Another big sign of that was, of course, Jeff um, Kaylee coming back on stage and just going, okay, you can tell from that tone that he was not expecting that. And in fact... Jeff later on confirmed that the individual has been arrested. I want to know how security didn't cut the mic. I want to know how security wasn't like at the foot of the steps trying to prevent anyone from just walking on. The fact that this happened is kind of says a lot about the way the Game Awards were run for the sake of guests coming up. It is incredible that they got away with this. It'll be interesting to see what happens from there. All right, let's get to the lead story. Enough about the Game Awards. The FTC is moving to block Microsoft's takeover of Activision Blizzard, citing concerns that the deal would thwart competition by denying rivals popular gaming titles. This news comes after Microsoft signed a deal with Nintendo for, or was it Activision signed a deal with Nintendo to bring 10 years worth of Call of Duty to the Nintendo Switch. Sony, of course, assuming nothing happens now, stuff can still happen, but... For the most part, this deal is now over. Unless something drastic changes, the deal is effectively, as it stands right now, over. They would have to reapproach the negotiating table to make the FTC happy. And look how long it took us to get to this point. So here's what it means. Bobby Kotick will remain in power at Activision Blizzard. Because remember, one of the things Microsoft said they were going to do is that all of the current leadership within Activision Blizzard would be gone. Well, the deal's not going through. Bobby Kotick and his cronies would still be at the helm. This means lawsuits will start to hit Activision's head much stronger now that the deal's not going through. Because what's the point of starting a lawsuit if in a few months the people you're trying to sue aren't there anymore? You have to file another lawsuit. Activision, of course, and the King Division will be fine. They make him enough money hand over fist that it's fine. Blizzard, on the other hand... This is quite possibly the worst news that could have happened for Blizzard. Blizzard's reputation, despite the fact they have a long history of being beloved and having amazing intellectual property, this is quite possibly the worst news that could hit. You have no reset button now provided by Microsoft. You have no one to steer them in the correct direction after so much of their talent was just taken out by scandal. You have no one looking at the company and saying no. Stop this crazy predatory nonsense with Diablo Immortal. Stop trying to go ahead and take Diablo 4 and put a 
in-game shop that's going to be that's going to rival the predatoriness of a standard mobile game. Stop this battle pass nonsense on Overwatch that is so extensive that it makes people wish loot boxes were back. Blizzard's goodwill is basically gone. The only property right now that has a chance is World of Warcraft. And the only reason it has a chance right now is because it's still in the honeymoon phase of their Dragonflight launch. Will the expansions still be praised after the honeymoon phase? I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see what happens from here. But if you are hoping for a Blizzard comeback, if you are hoping for Blizzard get its act together, if you are hoping the games of Diablo, Starcraft, Warcraft, and all of them would get a fresh breath of air, thanks to Microsoft, right now, it is looking far more likely that it's not gonna happen. And that in fact, the future of Blizzard and those games is questionable. And if you think, oh, don't worry, they make so much money, it's not gonna happen. I'd like to point out in another company, Square Enix, how many live service games were axed and killed so, so quickly. If you think Activision won't go ahead and cut cords because they are a burden, man, you don't know how the corporate environment works, especially when burdens can very quickly balloon into six, seven, and eight figure deficits. That's going to do it for me. Stay safe and stay healthy.